Co-host, host, Parasite, Paul Vine, <laughs> and I'm your engineer, Harold. Chew, chew. So what's, it's been like a month? Since yeah, it's been a while. It's three been, weeks. Three, well, we, three we did, because we had the Halloween special. We had the spooktacular. Which is um, the week before Halloween. So I guess what the people really want to know, what's the new Star Wars news? Anything? Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to say. This is basically a Star Wars podcast <laughs> at this point. It's like a brief five minutes of Star Wars. Yeah, and then... I mean, it's uh, Ryan Johnson's getting his own trilogy. Hell that yeah. seems good. I like him. <sighs> I don't he, know how I feel about... He likes the mountain goats. Yeah, he does. And that's enough Bricks, for me. Brick's good, and Looper's okay, and I haven't seen any of his other stuff. He's a big fan of Cowboy Bebop. Name, like, a working director that you like. A working? Quentin Tarantino. No. I know you're a big Tarantino no, fan. Not a Tarantino head. Um, honestly, my favorite director right now... God, I don't know if I can name uh, a single director that I like, like... Exactly. So Ryan Johnson, if he gets a shrug from you, is a yeah. good choice. I mean, it's like directors that movies that I like are mostly like, I like, I like Ridley Scott's older stuff. Cool, but, but that's he's, the he's past. shitty. We're talking yeah. about current the future. Yeah, and the we're problem- talking about the reboot of Back to the Future, which is going to happen. Yes, starring uh, who's going to be in that? Who okay, you, Justin Bieber as Marty McFly. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> who's going to play Doc? Oh, I want to say Alan Alda, but it's probably actually. Is he still alive? Yes, he's still alive. I would know if Alan Alda died. Um, you have like a like Twitter alerts and whatnot. <laughs> Yeah, I Google Alan Alda and Dick Van Dyke and Judd Goodman every day. Yeah. Because, like, some of them are going to die soon. For me, the person that's going to die that's going to ruin me is going to be uh, Billy Joel. Really? Yeah. Even though, like, at this point, like, I feel like I don't care any about anything that he's you doing. Know Billy Joel, like, tried to fight Weird Al, right? Yeah, that's good. That's a good thing. They both, they deserved it. Um, <laughs> They're both assholes. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, you know that story, though? No, I don't. Um, you know the song, uh, It's Still Rock and Roll to Me? Yes. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic wrote a song called It's Still Billy Joel to Me, oh, making fun yeah. of how much he changed his style, yeah. and he played it for Billy Joel. Like, I imagine, like, smiling with his dumb mustache and glasses the entire time. Yeah. And Billy Joel was, like, married to, like, that beautiful woman he was married Christy to. Christy Brinkley? Probably. That seems, that seems right. All right, I'm getting a thumbs up. That's right. From the judges, that's right. Yeah. And Show me Christy Brinkley. And yes. And uh, he was like pissed off about it. And then he was like, get the fuck out right now. And we I was like, it's just a song. And he's like, you can't fucking do this. And it's fucking bullshit that you would play this fucking shit for me. Challenging who I am. Because if you don't know this, Billy Joel's catchphrase, apparently, to end most shows is, don't take no shit from nobody. And Billy Joel was not going to take shit from Weird Al Yankovic. That's, was this before or after the concert in Russia? I don't... When was the concert in Russia? 88, I think. 89? Probably slightly after. Okay, because the, the great thing about that concert in Russia, and this is something I found out recently... Is uh, it was right after uh, like Perestroika and like Glasnost. It was like the they just opened the borders basically to <laughs> yeah. like welcome in Western musicians, and they're like, Who "Well, better? first it was David Hasselhoff, and yeah. then yes, Billy Joel. Billy Joel." But that was like a big deal, like you know, Russian audiences. Uh, <laughs> Billy Joel was uh, <laughs> big in Russia, um, and during one of the concerts, he had a fucking meltdown because. Uh, you know, people are dancing and enjoying the music and whatnot, and the light, the like light riggers kept turning the like mm. crowd lights on. Yeah, <laughs> rigging, rigging. What's what word would you use, Harold? Lighting, lighting managers. What would you use for grips? Grips for what stage? Like stage production? lighting. Yeah. Light yes. Yeah, stage lighting. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the people who run the lights Whatever kept. You- they kept, you know. yeah, they kept turning on the house lights, <laughs> and it like freaked people out because like they, in Soviet Russia, they didn't like they weren't they were used afraid to, of light. Yeah, they, <laughs> they weren't used to that kind of thing, so they would stop dancing, and like there's like in the middle of playing uh, All for Lena, uh, 
That's like, a song I know. It's off of uh, Glass Houses. That's a, his best album, in my opinion. Um, uh, he, I think his best album is The Best of Billy Joel, Volume 1 and 2. What about Volume 3? That's the one that got, we didn't start the fire on it. And, uh, we didn't Lennon start Grad. the fire. is not a good song. It's a it, great song. It's, it's not a good song. It's a good thing. We're going to have to. This, this podcast is not going to go anywhere. It's like a <laughs> shitty song, but like I'm glad that it exists in the world. I'm as you die as they as they pump. Just give me Richard Nixon's student Baker television, North Korea, South Korea, Maryland, Monroe. Yep, see now we're gonna That's get sued. You did song. you did enough of that song that we're gonna get sued. Yeah, all right, fucking. I would love to talk to Billy Joel's lawyers at, at this point of well, the reception. Ring, ring, ring. Here they are. Um, but but they he like like was playing and they turned the lights on and people stopped dancing and he's like, turn those lights off. And he's like, stop lighting the audience. <laughs> Uh, and he, he like freaked out and like flipped his piano and broke a mic stand and it's all caught on camera and it's amazing. That sounds amazing. What you're also reminding me of <laughs> is that thing where it's like the beginning of that Blink-182 yeah, yeah, and then, and then, and then it's, it's just Trump, Trump being like, shut those lights off, turn the lights shut off. Shut those lights off. <laughs> yeah, Carry no, me home. Yeah, it's a very good, um, but yeah, it's very similar to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on music... Um, the thing that I wanted to talk about. Right. Can I sp- speak my news real quick? Yeah, break it. Break uh, that news. They let Charles Manson out, and now he's hospitalized again. <laughs> what? Apparently. What did he do? I don't know. Or maybe he didn't get out. Maybe he was still in jail, but he's he's been hospitalized. He's been hospitalized? Yes. And it says he's back in a Bakerfield hospital. Well, that's that probably means Charles Which makes it sound like they let him go. They were just like, you know what, Chuck? You did you did your time. Chuck. Chuck. Listen. <laughs> you. Uncle Charlie. <laughs> Uncle Charlie. He, you know what? Who he, even remembers the Tate murders? <laughs> I mean, I mean, there was a whole like season of American Horror Story about it, right? I don't, I don't watch that show. Yeah, it's there was a show with David Duchovny called Aquarius that was yeah. all about it, and they got the guy that played the gay Baratheon in Game of Thrones. Did you watch that season? No, I don't think so. Renly, I think. Renly, Barat- yeah, nothing. I know. I know the name. I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, anyway, he played Charles Manson, and it's just like, it's a fucked up show. Yeah. I thought like, oh yeah, David Duchovny, I like I like X-Files, and it's just not a good show. They announced a new season. Yeah, it's like and it's, it's going to end with the sex tape. <laughs> yeah, I'm so mad that that tweet got deleted. Like, It got deleted? Yeah, like literally I sent it to John, and then yeah. five minutes later John was like, it got deleted, and they didn't repost it, so I don't know if maybe the, they The perfect thematic finale to... Molders like porn addiction and Scully's inability to believe in aliens yeah. would definitely be a video of Mulder, Mulder fucking, fucking an alien, alien. Yeah, that he yeah, I mean, Scully. That is, and then she'd get jealous, and they could finally have like the whole thing. Yeah, I, it, it literally is perfect, and I bet. I wonder if they had to delete it because. Do you think they, Chris Carter like sued them for stealing? Yeah, the he idea? was just like, "How the fuck did they find out?" Uh, but like January third, I think is it's coming back. Okay. They announced really? It. That's I still haven't seen the new season or also the Don't. last four seasons oh, of the show. Uh, watch season seven. The last episode that I remember watching, that's pretty drunk, is that episode where Skinner is a Nazi, but he's a good Nazi. Oh, the 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 boat one. <laughs> where they're on the boat. They're on the boat in the past. Yeah, it's Mulder gets Mulder. Uh, uh, it's called Triangle, I think. Triangle. Yeah. Yeah, what's Triangle? That's, That's a very one. good episode. You know the thing about that episode. I don't know the thing about that episode. It is based off of Rope, kind of. What? The Hitchcock film, Rope. Oh, Rope. Because, yeah. Because, because they keep the camera like yeah, moving they, the entire it's, time. It's shot as if it's one They also did a community shot. episode based on Rope, but it wasn't as good. Yeah. Because that season of Community wasn't that good. Oh, uh, fuck. What was I going to talk about? You said something about music? Oh, yeah. So... I was going to talk about the Altamont concert. The what? Y'all know about that? It was mm. a... Ooh, it, was, <laughs> it was... You ever been to a music festival? What music festival have you been this to? Is, I, I, this was great because Harold just nodded like everybody <laughs> listening at home would, yes. would hear. I should like, vocalize like, that. Like, like, would yes. hear, would I feel hear. like, Harold, you're normally like the, the, the person who's the audience surrogate. <laughs> and this time you just nod. <laughs> which is nice. You make mistakes just like, too. There's like one person listening at home that's just like, I think I heard the neck bones creak. <laughs> somebody nodding. 
In episode 20, I forgot to say what episode this was. Oh, the, who cares? It's no like, one cares. It's like 23, I it's think. It's 25. 25? Yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll been... figure out the release schedule. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll talk. We'll take this offline. But, uh, so what about the uh, Final Fantasy Ultima concert? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Okay. So, have you ever been. You've been to a. Yeah, I've been to festival. Nelsonville Music Festival. What was that like? Uh, it's outdoor. It's kind of like in a rural area, southeast Ohio. Um, it's pretty cool. It started out as kind of like a folk festival and then grew into like bigger touring bands. Okay. And then I've also been to Midpoint, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then smaller stuff where yeah. it's just like Santa Fest or something like that. So, so it's a good time. You haven't? No, I've been to a music festival. I've been to Shaky Knees. Like, yeah, you twice. went to Shaky Knees in Atlanta. Yeah. How was that? That's awesome. I mean, yeah. it was miserable the first year because uh, three of the stages were in like a parking lot. And the thing about Atlanta in July, I don't know if you, you know this, it gets I, fucking hot yeah, in Atlanta. It's Atlanta. They call it Hot Atlanta for a reason. That's not that clever. It's Yeah, it's a dumb name. Um, but here's the thing about heat is that <laughs> when the sun is beating down on you and you're on blacktop... That heat feels like you're in an oven. So I sat there for six hours standing in a parking lot while some dude leaned on me the entire <laughs> time. Despite like me showing, I didn't talk to him, uh, but me showing how uncomfortable I was for like an hour until Will finally said something to him. And then he got mad at Will for being like, I'm, he's like, I'm waiting here to see Wilco. Dad. <laughs> Answer? That's the that's Billy Joel's lawyers. Come oh on, God! Um, Is that- but yeah, this dude just leaned on me uh, the entire time, and like Will finally said something, and he got mad at him for like deigning to speak to him, and so I just dealt with it for another fucking two hours, and then saw Neutral Milk Hotel in like the second row. Were they good? It was awesome. Yeah, I saw Jeff Mangum, and it was great. Um, and then I immediately left. I was just like, all right, I saw the thing that I wanted to see. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I didn't leave the festival. but um, And then the second year, the like the undercard wasn't as good. Or the, the headline. Yellow card? Was, yes, yellow card. But <laughs> they headlined? Yellow card headlined. I mean, the first year is they had like TV on the radio. Um, the, <laughs> the Strokes, I think, played. Yeah. Um, Mountain goats play. I mean, there's a. I mean, I rem- this is yeah. pretty solid. I remember when to go there. Yeah. Okay, but like, that's it. Because I know I'd hate it. I mean, I guess I've like been to Bunbury, but that's barely a music. Yeah, festival. that's not. That's like a. That's just some bands playing in the same area. That's um, um, that's what a music festival is. <laughs> but uh, it's like the whole experience. Like, I yeah, feel there's like nobody like. Camping, camping out. out or I anything. feel like which, that's which, a very important. I don't know. Shaky Knees is like that. Shaky Knees is basically Atlanta's Bunbury. It's just yeah, you, got better musicians half the time. You don't camp out. No. Well, that sounds nice. <clears throat> you do see some people naked, though, apparently. That's a weird, a bizarre mm-hmm. thing. Like, just in like a park downtown. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what Atlanta's nudity laws are, and I'm not like... I'm not a prude or anything. It just was jarring to be like... All right, the Strokes are playing the songs that I don't know because I don't give a shit about the Strokes. And to then, an like, entirely naked audience, <laughs> not well, that's entirely like a thing naked for Strokes fans. That's yeah, true. They, is to like get naked and, and Strokes. Yeah. yeah, New York City cops. It's kind of like how like if you're a fan of Primus, you're like Primus sucks. If you're a fan of the Strokes, you just jerk off at their concerts, and it's not weird because that's their thing. Yeah, and if you're in, a fan of like the National, you just drink a whole bottle of wine mm-hmm. and cry. Yeah. And that's normal. Pretty much, you don't need to say of wine. You just drink a whole bottle and cry. A bottle of what? Anything. Listerine? Baby oil. Oh. Oh. That's giving me bad, bad mouth feel. Bad mouth feel. We're going to rename this podcast Bad Mouth. Uh, please, no. I already asked about rebranding. What did he say? He said, don't do it. Or he's like, if unless it's really different, yeah. So we're getting. I'm getting. I don't know if we discussed this. I'm getting professional podcasting tips from a, a podcast magnet himself. So yeah, just expect this show to get the same two percent better. <laughs> and and that's 
the editing. Yeah. And so did you ask, like, is it a bad idea to have a podcast wherein the name of it no one else says right? Uh, No, but he did say when talking about, like, titles yesterday, uh, make sure, like, especially, like, the artwork. He's like, make sure the name is clearly legible. It pops out. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, like, it's a thing that people can find when they search. And I immediately was just like... Ooh, because I know that in trying to find our fucking Facebook page that we have for this damn podcast. Yeah, it's impossible. It's yeah, you can't do it. You just type in think with an M, but instead of an N, it's an M. Therefore, it's think something like that. I don't remember what you do um, at all. And it never comes up properly. Yeah, which we got. I really originally thought that like if you just misspelled a common word that it'd be pretty easy to find but it turns out every algorithm now compensates for that Mm -hmm. so they're pretty sure if you type something that's slightly off you're wrong and it would maybe be different if n and m weren't literally right next to each other on the keyboard so i feel like at this point we'd like actually have a better time titling the podcast think but with an m instead of an n it's too long. Guards to search results. I mean, we just got to work on our SEO. That's a thing, right? Yeah. If, that- if anyone out there has any tips or knowledge on SEO. Well, again, this is stuff we'll talk about offline. I don't think the, the listeners are interested in the inner workings of a podcasting geniuses like us. I don't know, because I've watched plenty of podcasts like where they just talk about that for a while. Yeah, and sometimes how interesting is it? Kinda. Like sometimes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Fine. You want to fucking talk about the Altamont Music Festival because that's what I want to talk about. I mean, I want to talk about comic books, but you want to talk about comic books? No. Do you just want to shoot down my topic and talk about your topic? No. I'll do you want to do you want to do a mini version of like fifteen minutes of what we used to do before? No, because I don't. I I have anything. I just. One of my favorite comic series got buck wild today, and I it, I basically shut down at work because it was uh, heavy duty, Doc. So hmm. that's just fresh in my mind. But you're welcome to uh, t- tell me about the the Altamont Music Festival. Festival. It's the Altamont Music Festival. This one I know the name of, unlike other episodes where, where I you didn't can't, know you, the you name. You can't of say name. fucking uh, Saskatchewan. Where's, where's that place you used to go to? Geauga Lake. Geauga Lake. It's just not spelled that way. It is. What did you keep... You kept calling it like... Cuyahoga. Cuyahoga. Which is the next county over. Yeah. So it's close. Yeah. And our and our good, good, good uh, governor, Cuyahoga Johnny. What? That's a that's a, another podcast thing as they refer to John Kasich as a, a traveling hobo. Named okay. Cuyahoga Johnny. What podcast is that? That's Chapo. Okay. I think it's great because I love the idea. Because that's what his presidential like primary run was. It was like, I'm a hobo. And I'm yeah, like, he's just like, can I get free food here? And it's just, <laughs> it's like all the photos were him eating like fucking hoagies. <laughs> so like. I find that relatable. Yeah. It's, and I would like to have a beer with that guy. I would like to have a beer with him and then. uh like whisper to like some tough dudes next to me that he said some awful thing about them so that they would beat him up. So I didn't have to get my hands dirty. But I love that any you assume like, like you know, wherever the, you are, the John Kasich is also at that. There's just some tough guys ready for a well, fight. If we're getting a beer, we're at, I assume a bar yeah. and every bar has a tough guy. I mean, and it just, it, it's like, it doesn't always have to be a guy. It could be a, 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 a woman. That is tough. Like, it's a sliding scale. A tough person. Yeah, like, it's, a, you know, there's a spectrum. Wait, what's the sliding scale? There's a spectrum. Like, like even if everybody in there is, like, scrawny and, like, short and very skinny, that one of them is the tough person. Like, they, by, by just relativeness, mm-hmm. they are the toughest of the people there. Yeah. Like, you so, can be moderately tough, now but if no one else is at the bar, you're the tough Person. Right now, the problem that I run into is that if everybody else in the bar is not tougher than John Kasich, so I have to lean over to John Kasich himself and, and say, <laughs> like, like dude, you're saying some awful things about yourself. And he's like, what? And he just starts wailing on himself. Yeah. Uh, and if anyone has any complaints about that, please send that to the self-whaler himself. Yeah. John Kasich on Twitter. 
Harold, how far are we in this? We're 20 minutes. We're doing good. That sounds right. That's a 20-minute intro, you know. Just ease on into that topic. Yeah. Tell me about this damn music festival. And no. <laughs> this is not an interesting podcast to listen to if you won't give up the goods. Oh, you want to hear about the music festival? Yeah. I mean, you could talk about literally anything else. I mean, just pick a topic that you love and know. No, I want to talk about the music festival. Then do it. Fine. Okay. So, 1969. Nice. <laughs> nice, right? This, are you talking about the music festival we did on the moon? Nice. No. Let's see. Uh, we went to the moon. Yep. We didn't do a music festival then. Yeah, but... That was a secret government music festival. No, we did. Because I remember seeing it. They, they showed it on TV. It had uh, Shia LaBeouf in it. I don't know what you're talking about. We went to the moon in 1969. I still don't Not know. Not 1968, but the year later. Still, the musical episode Even of, Stevens? Yes, the musical episode is Even Stevens. Cool, where, that was a deep cut for yeah. even... for This is now an Even Stevens <laughs> fandom podcast. Yeah. Called... Uh, <laughs> Stephen Evans. <laughs> Stephen Evans. Even Stevens podcast. Steven Spielberg. I'm your host. Steven Steven Spielberg's Even Stevens. Because he, he, I think he directed that. That's just going to be my thing. All, all directors like, fuck, that's who I should have said when you asked me who my favorite director doing stuff is. It should have been Steven, Steven Spielberg. Because that literally at this point it refers to, I Did think. Did you like Schindler's List? I never saw it. Did you think it was long enough? Yes. Oh, here's everything I know about Schindler's List. One, there's that episode of Seinfeld where they make out during it. Mm-hmm. Two. It's not a thing you know about Schindler's List. That's the thing you know about Seinfeld. No, that's the only thing I know about Schindler's List. Two, most of the, movie, <laughs> most of the movies in two. black and white, except for like the, the girl's shoes are in red or, so, or the dress is in red or something. Uh, something like that. Uh, and the third thing is that afterwards, Steven Spielberg felt really bad because he said he never wanted to make funny Nazis ever again. He didn't. I don't know if I'd call those Nazis. That's funny. what he said. That's like a, the quote from him is like he said those Nazis were funny and like I think he meant like uh, like inept. Yeah. And he felt bad about it, and it's why like you know Indiana Jones no longer did. I mean, at that point, the third movie had already aired. Um, I don't know he said something about like feeling bad that he like made Nazis like cool or some dumb shit. Which I mean, fuck. <coughs> It's Steven Spielberg's fault where where we are now. It's all because of Schindler's The all list. right is Steven Spielberg's fault, and I'll go on record as saying that. Yeah, it's all Schindler's List. It's, they, they all loved Schindler's List, and they're like, "What if we were the bad guys in that? Mm-hmm. What if we're the baddies?" Steven Spielberg's lawyers, if you'd like to get into contact with us, uh, don't. Mostly about <laughs> our. Yeah, don't don't. Add us about our opinions about uh, Star So what Wars. happens when you add an all to Tamont? You get all Tamont. Right. What happens? That was not a good segue, but I appreciate the chutzpah. Well, it's how many minutes in? We should already take a break right now, but we're not going to. No, we can't go to, we can't go to ad <laughs> We cannot just start the topic. <laughs> I mean, the ad break should have been when your dad is going to take Michael out somewhere to be murdered. Were you recording during that? No. Okay. Uh, we should have been. When my dad's killing my roommate. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about the, the Alta, Alta Tuna Music Festival. Altamont. So it was a music festival in California in 1969 that... Are either of you familiar with it? I feel like I am. Okay. It was like a huge thing. It right? was a big thing. Yeah. Is that where Jimi Hendrix... No. That was Woodstock. Okay. That was Woodstock. Uh, yeah, that was Woodstock. And Woodstock was like 60... Also 69. Yeah. Okay. So, but so that was in New York. Yeah. So basically, Altamont's the thing that killed the 60s. Like, in a lot of ways, for a lot of people, Altamont is like the end of the 60s. So it happened, you're saying it happened December 31st, 1969. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that the Rolling Stones... Died. ...were like... Yeah, we want to do a music festival. We got to figure out where. And they wanted to do it in California. And they like booked one venue. And the venue was cool with it. And they expected a certain amount of people. And then like a bunch of people showed interest. And the place was like, oh, we don't want that many people. And so they like tried to book another one. Didn't work out. 
And one of them was like a raceway. Like they're basically going to play it like a racetrack. And then they finally found this place in Altamont. Like originally it was going to happen in another place, but they finally settled in Altamont. After going through like three venues and getting desperate, they just decided on this place in Altamont. Because they like wouldn't back out. And they're like, yeah, you're the Rolling Stones. I think that was Tom Petty. What? There's a joke here. Yeah, won't back down. That was Tom Petty. Yep. That's a song by him. <laughs> Cut that. That was bad. I feel bad about that. No. Rest, in, rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. Tom Petty. I won't back down. And I will. You're so bad. Tom. And I will also American Girl. And also Rebels. And Refugee. Mm-hmm. So this this one, this episode of the podcast is dedicated to you, Thomas Anderson Petty. Is that his middle name? I have no fucking clue. It's definitely not his middle name. What if it is? What if I just like... Look it up, Paul. Tell, continue telling me about the Ultimate Music Festival while I, I, I do something. All right. So the Rolling Stones tried to make a music festival. And they're the Rolling Stones. And they hired the wrong people to help them. So it was bad. So already they like couldn't get the venue they wanted. And then settled for a different venue. And then the biggest thing was that they needed security. Cause like oh, for a music, the Hell's Angels. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. the one where they thought, well, who do we give for security? Probably the Hell's Angels. So this actually ties in pretty good with my tough guy at the bar shtick that I just did. <laughs> yeah. And the thing was, is that like apparently they had played a show in Britain with the British Hell's Angels, but get this. That, that one's actually called Els Angels because you don't pronounce it. Angels. With the is Angels, they're actually like not that aggressive and kind of polite. Well, they don't have guns over there. Right? So. <laughs> so it was different. Yeah. They didn't know that. So they like started this music festival, the Ultimate Music Festival, and they booked like a ton of bands. Like it was the Rolling Stones, the Grateful Dead was supposed to play, Jefferson Airplane. Um, and like. A bunch of they were still Jefferson Airplane at the time, right? Yeah, they weren't Jefferson Starship yet. No. This was 1969, if I haven't made that clear. Well, I don't know Aww. when they changed their fucking name. I'm not a Jefferson fucking Airplane slash Jefferson Starship slash just Starship fan fan podcaster or whatever. I don't do my own podcast called Paul's, Paul's Starship Adventure. Where I talk about Jefferson, Jefferson Airplane and all of its iterations over the many decades where they released wonderful, great songs like White Rabbit and uh, uh, We Built This City and Rock and Roll and I can't name a single other <laughs> song by that can you name band. two songs that are more different uh, than White Rabbit and We <laughs> Built This City on Rock and Roll? Well, they, they, you gotta evolve. That's the great thing about bands is that they evolve over time. That's why U2 is still making music is because they've changed their, their whole thing. I mean, I definitely think like I'm a person who thinks that a band's early stuff sucks. And then whenever a new album comes out, I like it more. For example, Taylor Swift. Look at her. Most she reinvented herself. That takes courage. She killed herself and then came back. I'm not really clear on what happened. That's Christ. Oh. What no, about, no how, about one, no. how about Christ's early stuff? Eh, the Old Testament, whatever. What, the Lame. New Testament, hell yeah. Hey. <laughs> New Testament's got some bangers in there, dude. Act, Acts of the Apostle. That wasn't really. That's Paul, I think. Hey, you're Paul. I wrote that. Yep, I, I cut a man's ear off. <laughs> Speaking of writing the Bible, let's take a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm good with that. To write the Bible. Let's, let's write the Bible. A new, 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 new testament. And a message from our sponsor. Hey, everybody. Uncle Johnny here for Uncle Johnny's Pork Rinds. That's right, the Uncle Johnny from the Uncle Johnny's Pork Rinds. If you know anything about pork rinds, you know that Uncle Johnny's Pork Rinds are the finest in the world. We promise, we only use grade A pork rind. You won't catch us with a pig dick. No pig dicks in our pork rinds. We have zero pork dicks in our pork rinds. That is the Uncle Johnny promise. Well... 
I seem to be losing my accent, so I'll let you get back to your podcast. Just remember, next time you want a salty treat, when you're at the grocery store, when you're at a convenience store, when you're at any store that sells pork rinds, reach for Uncle Johnny's. Pig dick free or your money back, that's the Uncle Johnny guarantee. All right, we're back. You heard a word from our sponsor in there. Wonderful product that we full, full-heartedly endorse. Whatever it is, I hope it's not bad. <laughs> um, uh, we mostly have bad sponsors. We, we got that government guy who came on the last. And as far as episode. I know, as he talked to me, we talk in private channels. The government is good. Yeah, There's it was to only worry swamp about. gas. Yeah, just swamp gas. Light reflecting off the planet Venus. That's all you have to worry about. So tell me about uh, the Hell's Angels and the the British the Hell's Angels and the Amer- American Hell's Angels and how they they like stabbed somebody Who? right? Okay, you're getting <laughs> that's my climax. I was building to that. Cut, cut it then. <laughs> Shit. Let's, we hey we can edit this part out. I'm not gonna edit it out. All right, well fine. What's the fun in that's, editing? That's out a foreshadowing thing. We'll just foreshadow. We don't know who they did it. Okay. How it happened. We don't know who they did. <laughs> no one knows. Um, okay. So they had the festival and they hired the Hells Angels, which like nineteen like there's still the Hells Angels. But in sixty nine How they're worse. Like how close to Sons of Anarchy? Is Hell's Angels. I've never seen Sons of Anarchy. As best as I can tell, it's Breaking Bad, but on motorbikes. Okay. The same, I assume. I mean, there were just a bunch of guys with motorcycles that, like, they everyone was poor, and they spent all their money on motorcycles, and then they just had motorcycles, and they were like, well, we're tough, and also, we sell drugs. So there were, like, five types of people in the 60s. There, Please, ex- there's hippies that fucked. <laughs> there's uh, the man who traveled around in a bus giving uh, LSD to everybody. Mm-hmm. I guess he kind of falls into the hippies that fucked, but I feel like that's its own special category. He was a hippie that didn't fuck. Uh, there were uh, Cubans who were trying to un- <laughs> un- undo American democracy. Um, there were Russians. With the Cold War, mm-hmm. and then there were the Hells Angels. Yeah. So if you were an American, you either were a hippie. And which of those groups would you hire to be a bodyguard at a music festival? Probably Cubans. Probably Cubans. Yeah, I feel like they've got a. I mean, fuck, they've. <laughs> Cuba resisted the U.S. basically trying to demolish it for the last. Still, we're still <laughs> trying since the since the revolution. So like, hey. Yeah, I would go with Cubans too, but the Rolling Stones. And Can you hire Fidel Castro to be the bodyguard at your music festival? Um, you'd have to ask Fidel. Well, he's dead now. They he, finally got him. Well, luckily we have a Ouija board. <laughs> what? Oh, Ouija board? Is it a Waluigi board? A wa- Wah! <laughs> it's, only, Wah. it's the only oh. thing. And it's, it's, the letters are W, w and a, a, a. And then another. And then, and then none at the bottom. It's. Wow and wow. wow. <laughs> so it was a music fest one sixty nine. So way too many people showed up. Yeah, like they thought they had planned the appropriate amount of people. How many? Uh, if you had to give a breakdown of those five groups of people, like percentage wise, how many people of each group do you think showed up? A hundred percent hippies that what? Sorry, ninety eight percent hippies that fuck, and then two percent. Hell's, Hell's Angels. Angels. Okay, cool. I just there was probably not the guy handing out LSD, or it'd be different. Is that Ken Casey? I, I think Ken Casey. Ken. I don't know. Ken Kelsey Grammer. Mm-hmm. That was him. Ken Casey Garmin. <laughs> Casey Garmin. Lost Shout out lo- to the first episode. <laughs> yeah, lost lost his job at the LSD factory, and now he works at it's Channel Nine. One of them. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> You know, it's hard to keep your job at the LSD factory. Yeah. Well, they just... There's LSD in the water. The, the, the government, you know, basically decided it wasn't super useful for COINTELPRO or whatever. So they're just like, eh, 
we're not gonna fund this anymore. One of my coworkers did try to sell me like a hundred dollars worth of acid when I worked at a, a coffee shop. You should have bought it. I bought. That's the person I bought the weed brownies from. Mm. You should have bought all of the acid and then took it by yourself and <laughs> while I was at work. <laughs> just kind of saw what happened. <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, I ordered a Reuben and I got a shoe." <laughs> just like, hey, it's better. <laughs> have you? Did you try it? <laughs> but look at it. But look at it. <laughs> anyway, I mean, shoes. Hot take. Shoes taste good. Shoe, uh, no, I was going to say, shoes taste just like sauerkraut anyway. So, like, <laughs> no one's talking about this. Sauerkraut is just shoe leather that you can eat. Stop checking your phone. Tell me about this. The Hells Angels. Are you going to hear about the Hells Angels? Mm-hmm. One, they should have just been called demons, right? That's. Sh- it's not as poetic. I mean. But is Satan a? It's because Satan historically is a fallen angel. We call mm-hmm. him. A, we still call him. So an angel. should they have been called the Satans? I think it should. I mean, should they have been called Satan and Company? Satan and Company definitely sounds like a. That is a pilot we should work on. <laughs> Satan and Company. It's like Three's Company reboot, but with Satan. As, is it just like The Office, but in Hell and Satan's Michael Scott? That's a. I think there's a Gun Show comic that's basically about that. <laughs> So, like, where it's just, like, hell being an office that's run by incompetent people. I mean, assuming at some point, hell, there's got to be someone in charge who's like, I don't know. You just burn them? Yeah, like, what are our numbers at? Like, what's our return on interest? (laughs) Or return on investment, sorry. Can you buy stock in hell? We burn them? No, you... I don't know. Money's the root of all evil. Hell's evil. They probably have money in hell, right? Yeah, is but it's my, I guess this is a, my guess is this is a private. Is it a private IPO or is it like have they gone public yet? When are they going to go public? Uh, what do you think they're going to be valued at when they enter the the Dow? The Dow Jones. I'm going to say six, six, six hundred dollars. Was that six hundred sixty-six dollars or was that just six hundred dollars? And you just said six three times. The one you said. I said both of them. <laughs> the one you have started. So we're saying, what, this is now our. Uh, so this is, no, no, this is our money advice podcast, where we give you uh, buy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mad, mad money with Jim. Jim Cramer says, uh, "Hell is a fucking a bull, bull market." I think that's the one that goes up. It's a bull market. Just go Invest ahead. in hell. Buy, buy, buy. You know what? Buy people. Where are they going? You can't buy people. and Well, you can in, like, Libya, I guess. But... <laughs> in Libya? Yeah. You, you didn't know about the slave markets that basically returned to Libya after <laughs> You know what? Sounds of... like a better episode of this podcast than the Altamont Music Festival. What, me talking about random, like, <laughs> current of Not even current events. That was, like, five years ago. So maybe next episode is modern slavery. <laughs> Yeah, next episode we'll be talking about the 13th Amendment and why it's good. It's not. That was a joke. Which one's 13th Amendment? That's the one that says uh, slavery is outlawed except as a punishment of a crime. (laughs) But it's like that sitcom thing where like someone hits your car and then you make them be your butler for a day. Yeah, or... Which is legal and fine. Yeah, I mean, it's literally what it was. It was just like... All right. Slavery is illegal Fucking, unless it's a goof. Yeah, like like Civil War, whatever, big deal. I guess we can't own slaves anymore. But hey, what if the amendment says, like, hey, if we arrest them for something, we can make them a slave? And so Ooh. we did. That was, that was basically the U.S. Save it, it for the next. The if you like this, tune in. Insert release schedule later. Like two weeks from now? No, because don't look at me. Yeah, no, two weeks from now, because the, the other one, the new one should. Be you guys got to keep week. me in check. I'm really bad at editing these. Yeah, it should be two weeks from now. Two mm-hmm. weeks. Actually, well, no, not yeah, no, it would be two weeks from now. Yeah. So two weeks from November fifteenth. Yeah, or just go to Netflix right now and watch Thirteenth by Ava DuVernay <laughs> or whatever. Go go like listen to somebody who actually knows anything about it, rather than me. <laughs> 
casually making jokes about our awful fucking system on our comedy podcast. Or November 30th, listen to Paul make awful fucking jokes on our comedy podcast. All right. Anyway, tell me about the the big tuna music festival. <laughs> I'll tune. Fuck. I'm, you. <laughs> I got you. That's my goal is to just call the thing that you want to talk about the wrong name until you fall for it. Altamont. <laughs> I almost said Altoona. The Altamont Lounge. Altamont. <laughs> In Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> no, that's Claremont Lounge. All right. <clears throat> it's <laughs> so way too many people showed up. Because of course, like it was five ni- people. It was 1969, and every music festival had way too many people showing up, and they didn't know how to like plan things then, or charge too much for them. So just like a little too many people showed up. So way too many people showed up. That sounds like a good thing, though. No. I mean, you want people to come to your thing, but if you like have because that's the problem work we're having is we got too many people showing up to listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. We have way too many people. Hey, if you're listening, stop. We can't handle this. Yeah, our servers are crashing. <laughs> too many downloads. They say Jeff Bezos is listen. calling us daily to say you boys gotta tone it back, cut it down, cut it down. And you know what? Listen, just. Don't listen anymore. Let this be your last episode. And that's our decision, not yours based on the quality of this episode. Yeah. Because we know that it, no matter how what the quality of the episode is, you guys are going to just keep coming back for more. Yeah. You can't help it. Because they're all high quality. Yeah. The highest. It's like. Diamonds. It's we like should just retitle this. Cocaine. Diamonds. Cocaine straight to the, the fucking gut. That's the new name of this podcast, Cocaine Straight to the Gut. Like uh, Ric Flair style. Oh, yeah. Woo! Woo! Anyway. What was the thing about the... (laughs) All right. What time are we at? Uh, 41 minutes. Cool. You got time. Yeah. Too many people showed up, and they weren't being respectful. And the Hells Angels are the Hells Angels. And when people aren't being respectful, the Hells Angels are dicks because they're the Hells Angels. Also, I hope the Hells Angels don't listen to this podcast. And which, if you do, I'm gonna, that was a goof. That was a goof. We respect you. We Everything. love you. Please don't hurt me. I just Please. want my son back. <laughs> but the thing is, the Hells Angels did hurt someone. That someone was Lady Liberty. Kind of. So, okay. When Jefferson Airplane was playing, there was a... Like, the crowd was, like, pushing up too close. And, like, the bands couldn't get into the venue anymore. Like, just, like, no one could get their shit in. And so the Hells Angels, like, didn't like that. And it was their job. So they started, like, threatening people. And yelling at people to back up. And during Jefferson Airplane, like, they were being, like... They're like fucking beating up someone in the front row. And then a guy from Jefferson Airplane was like, don't do that. And then he wound up getting into a fight with the Hells Angels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they kicked his ass because he's some dude from a hippie band. And they're the Hells Angels. Jefferson Airplane is much more than just a hippie band. They've got a long, rich history that if you listen to my podcast, you'll find out about. At this point, the history was shorter and poorer. And so they punched the drummer or the bass player. I think it was the... No, hold on. What did he do? Because the drummer was cool. They punched one of them in the face. And, like, knocked him out. Nice. And, like, the front like one... one is one it hit? Grace Slick? Grace Slick's the singer. Yeah. She was, like, yelling at them the entire time. I like to imagine while this is happening, like, the music for White Rabbit is still playing somehow. Like the bump, bump. I'll get to that. Bump, I'll actually bump, get to that. Okay, I cool. There's, like, a thing that I want to talk about. Awesome. Yeah. That's, um, that's really what I want. Yeah. And so, like, that happened. And then, then at some point, like, the bands couldn't get anymore, get in anymore. And The Grateful Dead was playing. And the Grateful Dead just, like, they have to take a helicopter to get to the venue. Because, like, 
There are so many people blocking so all the roadways, and they're so high that they can't deal. So they get a helicopter to bring them in, and the helicopter lands, and then like Jerry Garcia and the rest come out. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, and they give all the money to uh, the the the, um, the money, the charity that they're raising money for, and the guy from Smash Mouth is You're there. You're talking about the end of Rat Race? No. <laughs> Speaking of Rat Race, have you seen Nick's Kitchen? <laughs> Those are mouse traps. I thought you said it was a small rat. It is a baby rat. Baby rat. But those are mouse traps, And they're not racing. Anyway. So there's a thing where the Grateful Dead lands and approaches. And they talk to, like, probably Mick Jagger and then Grace Lick. It's, like, a group of, like, four or five prominent people from the area. And Grace Lick's just, like... The fucking Hell's Angels is security here and like knocked out my drummer, my bass player. And uh, I can't, wish I could, I can't remember who it was. Nobody cares. I do care because, like, if you. Rhythm sectionist. <laughs> yeah, the rhythm sectionist. And, uh, and Mick Shag is like, yeah, I mean, I thought that'd be cool, but we've got some stuff to figure out. And then they're talking, and then there's just a scene of the Grateful Dead all, like, there's the Grateful Dead all look at each other, and they're like, all right, we need to talk privately for a moment. And they go off, and then they talk to each other for a very short time. And then they're like, yeah, I feel like I don't want to do this. Like, this is kind of killing my buzz. So we're going to leave. They did the Homer Simpson slide back into the They all get back in the helicopter and just leave in the helicopter. Like in reverse, like it was like somebody just hit rewind. <laughs> yeah. And just like... And then what eventually happened was like the bands that were there played. And then the Rolling Stones were like the headliners. Because they helped plan the show. And they're the, they were the big deal. Like they were the Rolling Stones in 1969. And then I think the song they were playing was Sympathy for the Devil. And like... Of course it was. And there was like this part where... The crowd's, like, getting really rowdy, and the Hells Angels security is, like, starting to fight them, and Mick Jagger just, like, takes the stage, and, like, the band is still playing the song, yeah. and then he realizes, like, everyone's starting to, like, fight, and he's just like, all right, calm down, like, everyone calm down, like, chill out, it's okay, we're here to have a good time, and the band's still playing, he's like, everyone have a, have a chill time, and does that once. And then he's like, all right, we're going to play our songs. And then it happens again, like, shortly after. And he's, like, dressed as the devil for the song. And uh, then there's a thing where this guy who was there with his girlfriend was, like, getting into a confrontation with Al's Angel. And they, like, flashed a knife. And he pulled out a pistol. Ooh, fancy. And the Hell's Angel couldn't deal with that and just stabbed him to death. Damn. So, okay, so this is the first time in history that somebody brought a knife to a gunfight and won. (laughs) That's awesome, though. It's not awesome. Because what also was happening was the Rolling Stones were playing, and they were like, ooh, there's a thing. Let's calm down. And, like, if you watch the footage, like, they're playing while this guy gets stabbed to death. Well, he died as he lived. Like, he died doing what he loved, getting stabbed by a hell's angel while listening to the Rolling Stones play. Beast no one loves that during their life. What song was it? I Street Fighting Man? No. I can look it Don't look it up. I can't look it up. Um, I want to say it was Street Fighting Man. What I if feel it like- was, like, what if it was an early version of the song Shatter? Because that song didn't come out until, like, 80s. Well, so, like, most of what I know about this is, like, I've read it before. And the way I initially found out about the Altamont concert is from, um, that, like, 10-minute song about rock and roll. American Pie. American Pie. By Don McLean. Yeah. Because there's the sign of the angels, they refuse to yield. And do no, you recall that's not what it. was that's revealed? Not it's like, uh... Just Fire is the devil's only friend, and I saw Satan on the stage. His 
Dances, dancing, my hands dance were clenched in fists of rage. rage. No angel could born in hell could break that demon spell. Yeah, and like that was entirely about like witnessing Mick Jagger at the Altamont concert, stab a man to death, and then blame it on the <laughs> he did not angels. stab a man to death. And then also, that's my conspiracy so theory. Like, why widely, as I understand it, the Altamont concert and like the Hell's Angels stabbing someone to death was held to be like the end of the 60s like no one like it was hard to be a carefree hippie after someone got stabbed to death at that's a amazing that that's the thing that happened there in were this. a lot of like like i feel like there's factors. i feel like there's other things that maybe happened in the 60s that may have lo- like led to the loss of this age of innocence that we yeah. had like oh i don't know the the big fucking war that we went into in like 65. But like the big fucking <laughs> war. Like years. the hippie movement was almost like a reaction to the big fucking war. Right. And if anything like ending that conflict. When was fucking uh, the Kent State shooting? That was. 60. That was 60s. Like 67. Is it that? I thought it was in the early 70s. I don't remember. I should. You feel like we shouldn't know this. We're all finding stuff out together. This is the podcast for. Uh, this is the podcast for when you're. It like, would have been. I think I I know that. It would have been 60, 64 to seventy two, right? Because it was. It was May fourth, nineteen seventy. Seventy. Okay, so that's yeah. But that was like literally the seventies. So that's there are no more sixties. So what ha- what existed then from that brief period? From when was this music festival? Exactly. It was late 60s. It was 1969. 69, but like when, what part of the year? Because if it ended the 60s, there was this weird purgatory that we existed in for like six months between the end December of... December 6th, 1969. Oh, okay. So literally, literally was the end of the 60s. It was the end of the 60s. Yeah. Okay. So Which is you... why they call it the end of the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe you, there was no like greater event. Like it wasn't. I mean, they the were greater just... event was like. There was like fucking Woodstock, which is supposed to be like this like amazing experience where it was like peace and yeah, love. Yeah, there's a bunch of gross people fucking in mud while Jimi Hendrix. It was, but they didn't have the fire. internet or Twitter then, so they didn't know that. So they just had people being like, you know, it's crazy. And then like the Rolling Stones tried to redo that with Altamont. What do you and think? And then instead thing- of it being fun, it ended with someone being stabbed to death in the front row. Here's my question. The big thing with the Woodstock was that everybody who was... With a Woodstock. With a Woodstock. He was best friends with Snoopy. Snoopy. Uh, The big thing with Woodstock was that everybody who's anybody lied about being at Woodstock 69. 99? Woodstock 2000? No, Woodstock 69. And then uh, really lame people lied about being at Woodstock 99. (laughs) Uh, My question is, is, what is the event in our generation that people like lied about like being like oh yeah i was there or i like i don't really think there's anything anymore because <coughs> like the closest i got is mark Wahlberg lying <laughs> about being on at 9-11 or whatever but that's mark Wahlberg. yeah and that was just him i don't think anybody else has come out he didn't blind that asian man that's okay. That's a really fucked up thing that like has been coming out again. Is like all the shit that he did when he was a teenager. Like that all happened when he was like fifteen, and people were talking about how like Mark Wahlberg doing that at age fifteen makes him worse than Mel Gibson, who said a bunch of really awful shit like in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. And it really makes me wonder. This is not the the place that we should be having this conversation but it does make me wonder like how do you get better like i don't like mark Wahlberg, and it is absolutely fucking awful that he assaulted not just one but like two vietnamese men and blinded like one completely and blinded the other one in one eye i do not know what his obsession with blinding vietnamese men was in his teens he also didn't blind that guy he didn't no, like they inter- they found that guy and interviewed him, and he was like, oh, "I was blind before." He just like punched me. Oh, okay, <laughs> like he threw a rock. But but, but that's the thing. It's like people are talking about this thing. It's like Mark Wahlberg's bad because of this stuff that he did as a teen. Yeah, and like he is a different person now. Supposedly, like I don't know of any awful shit other than like being a weirdo and being in daddy's home that like. <laughs> 
makes him worse than like Mel Daddy's Gibson. Daddy's home seems fine. Greg loves it. Greg was Greg spent an hour. Our telling former me, landlord. Yes, he spent an hour fucking telling me how good of a film Daddy's Home was All and right, how much I needed good. to see it. Well, what does he know? He played Hawkeye in the Avengers. So, <laughs> Jeremy Renner, if you're out there, we love you. Please prove to us that you're not our former landlord. Also, please wait another two months before coming to collect our rent. <laughs> I really love the quarterly quarterly rent payment thing. I just watched on. Arrival. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's awesome. That's a good film. Um, but I don't know. This is like a conversation I feel like we as a society need to have is like if somebody does something awful, are they bad forever and there's no hope for them? Or like what what is the process of actually like making society better? And I don't know what I don't have any answers to that and we nobody does and that's why I feel like we're struggling a lot with all this bullshit. But, I mean, yeah, but also like Basing your morality or your empathy on what happens on the internet and Twitter is not the healthiest thing. No, but it, I mean, there's, I'm talking like stuff that has real world consequences. Like, I know, like, but also it's pointed out through those outlets. Like if someone did something in their youth that was bad, people can recover and overcome from that. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, usually I mean, like... Mark Wahlberg makes buttloads of money doing I mean, Daddy's I feel Home like, too. yeah. Yeah, but that's not a bad thing. No, no, I don't... I mean, the film's bad, probably. I don't know. I feel like it's difficult because also, like, I definitely feel that when a young person is very aggressive, it usually comes from, like, trauma they've experienced in other parts of their life. For Mark Wahlberg, it was growing up in Boston. It's a very traumatic experience for anybody. I'm not forgiving Mark Wahlberg. I don't know what his youth was like. He wasn't a good person from yeah. what I know. But then he like went to jail and then was like that that, that rap stuff, I'm done with it. Yeah. Be an actor. No and more. Then Marky he turned Martin. his life around. And is he still terrible because he did a bad thing when he was younger? I don't know. But but I, I don't know either. But but the I guess how does that apply? Like in the past people have been able to come back from stuff. Do we forgive the Rolling Stones for allowing a guy to be stabbed because they were d- to death because they were dumb enough to hire the Hells Angels for security? I mean, we forgive them for fucking all the other awful shit that they we did. We forgive Mick Jagger and David Bowie for the music video for Dancing in the Street. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the multiple allegations of like underage. Oh, they definitely did that. Yeah. David Bowie and Mick Jagger both fucked like. 14 year olds or whatever yeah and like we just ignore that or like the thing we say is well that was fine at the time that's not yeah and it's a thing it's like that's not a good answer <laughs> it's not a good answer but like i don't know i we got off topic what were you talking about i don't remember anymore well you brought it back to mcjagger yeah back to mcjagger let's yeah. talk about Edit out the heavy stuff. I feel like maybe that's not good for a podcast. I feel like really maybe that's the better things. Um, what time are we at? Uh, Fifty-seven minutes. So, so that's, that's just, anyway, Mick Jagger personally stabbed the man to death at the big big tuna music festival. And also, Mick Jagger and David Bowie fucked fourteen-year-olds. Look into it. It happened. And like, you can enjoy their music, but also you have to reconcile with that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's that's our time. And that's it. All right. We're going to do an under an hour episode and just Hell see yeah, how it goes. Oh, yeah, that's good. No, that feels good. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, any plugs? I got nothing. I got nothing. Nothing? All right. Well, uh, check us out on... We're, we, like us, rate us, review us. Just do anything. Tell we're your friends. We got to read some more comments. Yeah. So I don't know if we've we got, got any I'll, more reviews. Need, something we need to figure out is how to better do audience engagements. I was thinking, like, people send in topics. If you're the audience, tell us how we can engage with you. And we'd love to do that. Because we would, yeah, I feel like, you know, we don't do that. We, we, our social media presence is somewhat there. We should, we're going to do, we promise to do better. You know, our agent's been on us. Um, but you know the word the words come in from the big guy up at the top of the building. We gotta do better. We gotta do better. So um, give us a chance. We'd love to talk to you. Send us topics or whatever. I don't know. Talk to us. We're lonely. Yeah. If you 
you're on we tin- maybe you if you're on Tinder or I'm okay lonely. Cupid, there's a good chance we'll match with it. We as theme are lonely, <laughs> and we would like you to talk to us. The corporation slash person known as Think is lonely. Please talk to our corporation slash me. All right. Bye. Bye. Yeah, check in. We we should come up with a tagline at some point. Uh, we're gonna fuck you in the face with some <laughs> misinformation. <laughs> I feel like that's not a good tagline. Who are we rushing today? Hey, topical jokes. Hey, topical jokes. Put hey. On your, theme. Put put on your thinking helmets because we. You're about to get fucked. <laughs> actually, no. If you put on your thinking helmet at this point, it's too late. You've already been hit over the head. You've already been fucked. Stop saying fuck to the face. Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs>